is a disaster, a podcast about disasters and the music they make us listen to. I'm Peter, and I'm here with my co-host, Lee. Hey. So I'm just going to do a little bit of housekeeping up front like I normally do. Yep. If you want to help us out, the best thing you can do is suggest our podcast to someone that you know. That would be fantastic. Please do. And just be polite about it. You don't have to be, you don't have to be a jerk. You can if you want. We don't have, want anyone being a jerk in our name. That's true. Yeah. No, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Don't tell them we did it. If you are naturally a jerk, don't suppress that urge. Yeah. If you're naturally friendly, let that shine too. I think so. Be yourself. Just be yourself. And while you're being yourself, <laughs> walk up to a stranger and say, listen to this as a disaster. That's right. In the <laughs> nicest or jerkiest way possible. Dealer's choice. Next best thing to do is subscribe wherever you listen and leave a review. <laughs> the reviews are super helpful. So uh, that, you know, keep those coming. You can check out our website, www.thisdisasterpod.com and our brand new patreon.com slash thisdisasterpod. <laughs> so before we get to the disaster, we got some more listener feedback. Yes. Right? right. I love listener feedback. Me too. This time it's from Facebook from Jennifer M. Uh-huh. She got in touch a little while back. I say a little while back. It's September. That's a little while back. We're diving back, okay? We haven't A done... little while back could be last week or yeah. last year. Yeah. Or two years ago. A lot of these are for you, Lee. <laughs> I guess I'm just perfect. I think so. <laughs> or, well, this is a request. I, yeah. Oh, so, okay. So maybe they just, they like the cut of your jib and they hate mine. No, so. you just cover everything. So she says, loving the show. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks, Jennifer M. So she's, okay, she's, she, at the time she was binging for the last two days, which is, thank you for listening to our advice. Yeah. We always say, binge it. Binge it. You want to be in the know fully. She says, have you considered covering the Who concert disaster? And I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was thinking of doing, um, a show where I, where I talk about a couple of different concert disasters. Okay, cool. The Who concert was, I'm trying to remember, I want to say Cleveland. Okay. But so, I'm pretty sure somewhere in Ohio. Okay. Well, definitely in the United States. Anyway, there was a... It was on Earth. It was on Earth. say that It one. took place on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> at some point in the 20th century. Right. Or 19th. <clears throat> I think it was in the 80s. Okay. People died. Okay. There was a, a riot Spoilers. or... Yeah. Well, <laughs> What's remember which show you're looking at. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. People got trampled or something. Sweet. Okay. So I was thinking of doing... Uh, yeah. Like a couple of those together? A couple of those together. To, Sweet. And, and, you know, it'll make up like... Uh, 15 minutes or something. Awesome. Sounds good. Sounds like a Tragedy Tuesday. Yeah, but thanks for uh, bringing that to mind, Jennifer M. Sweet. It did slip my mind. Right. Well, thanks for for getting in touch, Jennifer M. And if you have any feedback you would like us to hear, chances are we'll read it on the show too. Yeah. So get in touch. Cincinnati. That's where it was. Nice. (laughs) Remember. Perfect. (laughs) I knew it was Ohio. Is Cincinnati in Ohio? Uh I think it is. You know what? Uh, maybe maybe look that up before the episode. Oh, no, I'll probably look into it. <laughs> sidebar about Cincinnati. <laughs> it's in Ohio. <laughs> Close sidebar. We think. Keep an ear to your phone for that one. Constantly, just keep your keep the phone pressed to your ear. Yeah. And eventually, if you mash the right combination of buttons, you'll probably hear an episode about various concert disasters, including that one. Including the who? 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 Hey, someone said you look like an owl. Who? speaking of you talking about things Mm -hmm. i might let you do that now would you like to talk about things for the next 20 to three hours (laughs) uh no i'm I'm good okay well thanks for joining us (laughs) (laughs) this is better to laugh yeah i got something for you that's like when you know those like stories about uh, it's like a philosophy essay being like what's courage and the urban legend that someone just writes this is and hands it in. <laughs> I never imagine? heard that. Yeah. That's so dumb. Right? So that would be like, <laughs> yes. that'd okay. Be like, 
F plus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like a meta thing for this is a disaster if our episode was just this is a disaster. This is a disaster. Bye. <laughs> that was a disaster for 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So today, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to talk about music. <gasps> no, I'm going to talk about real life. <gasps> We're going to learn about the New Mexico State Penitentiary Riot. Awesome. Yeah. I'm already picturing flaming mattresses. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, boy. Took place February 2nd and 3rd, 1980. Okay. So normally what I like to do is I lay out my disaster for mm-hmm. you, and then at the end we kind of round it up with what caused mm-hmm. said disaster. Well, yeah. we're not going to do that. Okay. Today I'm going to start with the causes. Okay. This is sort of leading up to the okay. the riot, you know, <laughs> the boiling over point. What caused it starting with prison overcrowding okay on the night of the riot there were 1156 inmates in a prison that had beds for less than 963 you just double up uh, problem solved yeah everyone's friendly in oh, prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> bunk up <laughs> first time non-violent prisoners were not adequately separated from repeat violent prisoners Uh-oh. many were housed in crowded unsanitary dormitories the prison's food was of poor quality okay a problem which was exacerbated by the prevalence of cockroaches and mice i was just about to ask <laughs> how does prison food get worse and then you, you introduce it. vermin yeah <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Although extra protein, so... Yeah, true. <laughs> Take what you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, intestinal diseases were common. Mm. A visiting warden reported the PNM, as I'm going to call it from now on. PNM. Or the New Mexico Penitentiary. Oh, okay. Or the NMP. NMP. There you go. But they call it PNM. The PNM. acronym is PNM for some reason. Penitentiary New Mexico. Pen- yeah, sure. Maybe it's French. Maybe. Penitentiary New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as the filthiest institution he had ever seen. Ugh. So institution, not yeah. even just prison. Not even. Yeah, <laughs> this is the worst place I've ever worst been. Penitentiary, sanitarium, <laughs> what have you. And I've been <clears throat> in McDonald's in Perth. <laughs> Ew. No offense to Perth. No offense, Perth. Australia we, we or Ontario. <laughs> yeah, both. Births. Another reason, uh, cancellation of, of educational, recreational, and other rehabilitative, <laughs> rehabilitative, mm-hmm. seems like too many ta 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 I don't know. You know what I mean? Programs. Yep. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. This occurred in 1975, whereupon prisoners had to be locked down for long periods. Okay. Feelings of deprivation and discontent were the result, often leading to violence and disorder. So far, everything makes sense. Yeah, Sounds like exactly. a prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Inmate officer relations, mm-hmm. presumably contentious at best. <laughs> Said so eloquently. Uh, <laughs> Inmate officer relations. You know. Contentious. Would you say that the prisoners hated the guards? Well, the relations were in decline. Due to- <laughs> Sorry, that's just... <laughs> This is this is typhoid Mary all over again. I know. This is the guys being like, she just wouldn't listen to reason. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. What's wrong with these guys? Okay. They're inclined due to inconsistent policies and poor communications. Okay. An example of this would be a comparison to the Attica prison riot of nineteen seventy one, hmm. which is somewhat infamous okay. as far as prison riots go. It's pretty well-known one. Conjures the image of Robert De Niro. Nope. Al Pacino yelling Attica. Attica. Yeah. Attica. Yeah. Dog the Afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, so. I should watch that again. I think John Lennon had some... Uh, he was on the Dick Cavett show once, I believe. Okay. Like, 
post Beatles, like sure. him and Yoko and then they mm. had songs about like Attica and oh. you know, he's getting really political. Okay. Compared to the Attica prison riot in 1971, yeah. which saw a feeling of solidarity amongst the inmates demonstrated mm. by their disinterest in attacking one another. Okay. In the case of PNM, yeah. the so-called snitch system mm-hmm. pitted inmate against inmate, okay. resulting in the distrust amongst inmates unless aligned with a specific group or gang. I see. Okay. So you kind of assume that everyone was working with the cops or the prison. Or the, prison, yeah, yeah. The, the guards. Okay. On a little mini sidebar yep. on snitching. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get stitches. You get stitches and yep. your pants are on fire. <laughs> oh, that's a liar. Oh, <laughs> Following a change in prison leadership in 1975, the mm-hmm. penitentiary experienced a shortage of trained correctional staff. Mm-hmm. As a result, prison officials began coercing prisoners prisoners to become informants okay. in a strategy known as the snitch game. Do they call it that? Yeah. They gotta come up with a better... <laughs> Do they not know that prisoners don't like being snitched on? No. They should have called it anything else. The toast game. <laughs> the eggs and banana game. Well, I'm <laughs> thinking it maybe led to the shiv game. Well, y- prop, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one, yeah. So there that, you go. That, yeah. Not good, yeah. The puncturing Probably the worst thing you can be yeah. in a prison. Call it or... anything else. It's, it's I mean, They're basically laying the kegs and the, and the powder, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just waiting for a match. Let me just pour some gasoline on this for you. <laughs> yeah. And apparently retribution for snitching led to an increased incidence of inmate-on-inmate violence. Uh-huh. To no one's surprise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Knock me over with a feather. That's a saying. Several disturbances occurred at the prison prior to the riot. Yep. In uh, 76, a work strike was organized by inmates as a response to the prison's poor conditions. In an attempt to subdue the protests, Deputy Warden Robert Montoya mm-hmm. authorized the use of tear gas against the striking prisoners. Okay. As they exited the dormitory, coughing from gas, they were stripped naked and run nearly a hundred yards down the central corridor through a gauntlet of officials who beat them with axe handles. What the fuck? What? (laughs) (laughs) That's just, that's a thing that happened? Yeah. Oh my God. It's a thing that happened that was known as the night of the axe handles. Oh, right. Which, I mean, there's not a lot of poetry to that. that you, but you get the whole you get picture, it. basically. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, it resulted in serious injuries as well as a federal lawsuit uh-huh. naming Montoya and a senior guard captain amongst the assailants. Yeah. I feel like that trial lasted eight seconds. Yeah, probably. It's like, so you... Did you do it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all they had to do was describe what happened. Yeah. The night of the axe handles. Yeah. Jesus. Says it all right there. Inmate Dwight Duran was prompted by this and other incidents yeah. to draft a 99-page handwritten civil rights complaint to the U.S. District Court of New Mexico. It's pretty impressive. Wow. 99 pages handwritten. Ugh. Called Duran versus Apodaca, uh-huh. later to become the Duran Consent Decree. Okay. Apodaca, I'm assuming, would have been like the governor at the time. Okay, fair Some yeah. official. Yeah, that Some high up. Mm-hmm. There was ample evidence from over 10 grand jury investigations between 77 through 79 mm-hmm. about the conditions at the penitentiary, but the PNM administration resisted the charges and the legislature refused to allocate the necessary funds to make changes. That's a tricky situation. Yeah. Even if you find a human rights violation... 
how much money are you going to spend on a prison? <laughs> I mean... How much money is the government going to spend on a prison? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not a lot. Mm-hmm. The last time the U.S. District Court grand jury ordered improvements was in November 1979, mm-hmm. two months before the riot. Okay. While there have been conflicting reports on the prison capacity at the time... So the low end would be 963, high end 1,058. The official population of the prison at the time, well, like I said at the beginning, was 1,156. Okay. Either way, over both of those numbers. Over Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the riot. Mm-hmm. The riot began with many inmates intoxicated on a homemade liquor they brewed inside the prison. Good start. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is swap out inmates for any situation and that's how <laughs> any bad thing starts. Exactly. <laughs> starts the, with the drinking. The riot started with the undergraduate students being intoxicated <laughs> yeah. on a home brewed whatever. Oh, this won't end well. No. The initial plan was to jump the guards mm-hmm. if they did not lock the door to the dorm during the 1 a.m. count. Okay. This one specific area. Yeah. The routine of said count was two officers first went into the dormitory. Mm -hmm. A third officer was given all the other officers' keys Uh and locked the door to the dorm until -hmm. the original officers were ready to come out. Okay. So they locked them in as they did their bed counts. Yep, 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 makes sense. While this routine was being carried out with bed checks being performed, the TV being turned off, and the day room locked, the shift commander entered to help with the bed count. Mm -hmm. So now there's three of them in there. Okay. After he was let in, the officer outside the door did not latch it. Oh, boy. The prisoners on the bunks had to keep the door open. Otherwise, all they would accomplish was taking three officers prisoner. Right, yeah. So they had to have that door open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just that kind of thing where it's like, you know, the routine is they go in, yeah. you lock the door behind them. Yeah. Of course, they're going to get complacent. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. I enough. lock the door every night and nothing happens. Actually. And it's such a small thing. Yeah. It, it's so relatable. Yeah. Turn the latch. But then I have to turn it. (laughs) (laughs) And then when they're done, I have to turn it again the other way. I struggle with that every day. Like I'll, (laughs) I'll, I'll eat lunch like upstairs or something at my computer. Yeah. And then I have to go downstairs for something. I'll be up out of my chair and I've taken a step and I'll be like, my plates are all the way back there (laughs) at my desk. And even if I went back to get them, I'd have to hold them in my hands on the way down the stairs. They'll stay there until next week. (laughs) (laughs) I will give myself, I I will risk a hernia just to make one trip. (laughs) With the groceries? With the groceries, with the whatever. It's like, I'm I'm up to one hand now. Yeah. I've been going to the gym. Oh yeah. All bags, (gasps) one hand. Because I tried the two hands and then how to get your keys. Exactly. Yeah. The one on the left in the bags, right, gets struggles with the pocket. Yep. So anyway, this horrific riot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little segue from the groceries. Yeah. So yeah, they had to get that door open. Yeah. So on Saturday morning at 1 40 a.m. February 2nd. Yep. 1980. Oh boy. On cue, two prisoners in Southside Dormitory E2 mm-hmm. overpowered the officer before he closed the door. Mm. Including the officer manning the door, this meant the prisoners took four officers hostage right. and had successfully escaped the E2 dorm. Jeez. They rushed out and overpowered the other officers engaged in shutting down the cell blocks right. at the south end of the prison. Okay, so shit is hitting the fan. It is quickly Uh hitting the fan. Quickly. (laughs) At this point, the riot might have been contained if the grill to the south wing had been closed and locked. Which it totally was. Which it, just like the door was Uh supposed to be locked, so was the grill. No, it wasn't. Then I'd have to lock it. it. They never, they just sleep all night. What's the point? Uh (laughs) (laughs) So boring here. (laughs) Officers Larry Mendoza and Antonio Vigil, Mm -hmm. who were eating breakfast in the officer's mess hall, heard men's voices 
in the main corridor. Okay. Probably not good. Not, nope. A prisoner in an officer's uniform. Oh, wow. <laughs> they already stormtroopered it. Jesus. <laughs> they are wily. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that guy? I don't recognize him. Probably works here. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a uniform. There's no other way to get a uniform. We lock all the doors all the time. Exactly. So, nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. So, prisoner officer's uniform was standing by the open grill, apparently guarding it. Okay. Approaching the grill, marching north, was a hallway filled with prisoners. Oh, God. <laughs> The officer soon realized the vulnerability of the grill being open, uh-huh. as this meant the path lay wide open for the inmates to attack the control center. Again, the way it's described, I picture the guard stands there, looks at it like, huh, <laughs> look at that. Oh, we fucked up. Possibly his last thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both ran to the control center and warned the officer there of the situation. Mm-hmm. Quickly, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ran, understood. <laughs> <laughs> the North Grill beside the control center had also routinely been left open most nights. What? Okay. Why did they even have a prison? Lackadaisical. Why did they even have build walls? I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the two officers took refuge in the North Wing mm-hmm. of the prison. Okay. The control center closed and locked the North Grill behind them. Yeah, okay. Or at least now, I guess. <laughs> You've dodged the iceberg after hitting it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it won't hit you again. Yeah. Uh-huh. By 2.05 a.m., the inmates had complete control of the prison by smashing the supposedly bulletproof plate glass window (laughs) of the control center with a heavy brass fire extinguisher. It's not fire extinguisher proof. Right. Well, they should have rated it for fire extinguishers. (laughs) You can't make anything foolproof because they'll just invent a better fool. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Just that. That. Right? Yeah. It's, it's indestructible. Well, it's bulletproof. We'll see. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this gave them control over lock and door controls. However, since they did not know how to open the cell doors automatically from mm-hmm. the control center, mm-hmm. cell houses one, two, and six had to be opened manually. Okay. Events spiraled out of control. Oh, they're s- not on a control yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Sorry. Catch you off. Thanks for shining a light. Yeah. <laughs> Events which were already out of control spiraled even more out of control <laughs> within the cell blocks, in large part due to the actions of two gangs. Okay. The first were the Chicanos, okay. who protected each other and dished out targeted retribution for specific grudges. Okay. The other gang was loosely labeled the Aryan Brotherhood. Oh, yeah. There's always a lot of those guys around. Yeah. Uh-huh. Led by some of the most dangerous inmates who by this time had been released from segregation. Yeah, I would uh, I would imagine that that's the case, yeah. that they are the most dangerous. Yeah. Would not that's want. That's a safe bet. Yeah. Based on the... Based on white power bill. <laughs> oh, God. I'm white. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, based on my extensive experience watching American History X from the comfort of my yeah, couch. Yeah, a fun one. If you're unfamiliar with the curb stomp. Yeah. God. Uh, they decided to break into cell block four. Okay. Which is where they kept these so-called informers. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Are you starting to guess what my song's going to be for this? Oh, really? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> Damn. I do love that song. No, you don't. I'm a big Dance Mix 94 man myself. <laughs> Lick it, boom, boom, down. Yep. Non-Canadians oh. have no idea what we're talking about. 
<laughs> also housed in cell block four were inmates who were mentally ill, convicted of sex crimes, or otherwise vulnerable. Oh no. Yeah. Informers a- and sex crimes. Ugh. This is not gonna go no, well. No. At least they don't have a gang of Nazis coming out. <laughs> that would be bad. That would be terrible. That especially would. if they had nowhere to go. If they were locked in like a cell block. A potentially bad situation. Potentially. What you're describing. But it's not gonna happen. So what happens next? There were 96 of them in there. Jesus. Just to Good. give you some information. Well, at least there weren't a lot of them. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Initially, after taking over the control center, the call was to immediately take revenge on the snitches mm-hmm. at the far north of the prison. Okay. However, to get there, they had to pass the psychology wing. Okay. Multiple prisoners broke in to find a treasure trove of pills. Oh boy. Said pills were not only consumed but emptied into shoeboxes to distribute to other prisoners. That also went a different way than I thought. I thought they would like break into the psychology wing, find that the doctor is in, and then just one by one get therapy and be better. And then the riot would end. (laughs) This isn't going well. No? No. No. I got problems, clearly. Yeah. (laughs) No. Shoeboxes full of drugs. All right, good, good, good. Then they set fire to the psychology office in an effort to destroy the records that had been used to keep some prisoners from obtaining parole, arguably making it harder. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Well, we've lost all the... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Physical I mean, records on you. You were but making progress. You but... got a trustworthy face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that the thinking? Yeah. Well, we don't have records. I guess we got to let them go. Yeah. Not keep them here forever. Upon arriving at cell block four, mm-hmm. the inmates who were the first to do so realized that they did not have the keys to enter the cell block. Whew. Bullet dodged. Yeah. Fire extinguisher dodged. <laughs> Any celebrating the cell block four residents were doing was promptly cut short when the rioters discovered the blow torches oh. that had been brought in for construction and left in cell block five. That was convenient. <laughs> and like, Just. Well, I'm not going to bring those home with me. <laughs> Just Another... leave them. Yeah. Where are we? Prison? <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Also, white power bill. He's standing looking at this locked gate. Can't get into cell block four. Turns his head, looks at five pile of like <laughs> blow torches he's like that was a gimme <laughs> it's literally again like a video game yeah where you look and you see the thing you need is like shining kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah oh that's important oh it's blow torches Great. yeah <laughs> perfect over here good Riot continues. <laughs> Riot's back on again. <laughs> Said blowtorches were used to cut through the security grills into cell block four. Okay. A task which would end up topping five hours. Wow. That's a lot of like standing, like one guy's doing it. Yeah. Huh? And the other guy's just like, you know, dragging the finger across <laughs> the throat. Like, you are doing that. <laughs> They're rotating that guy out. Yeah. 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 Okay, You're yeah. just like, I'm getting my throat's getting dry. I've been threatening these guys for like an hour. <laughs> can you, can we swap out? Please? I'm out of stuff. I can't think of anything I'm, else to say. I'm out of epithets. <laughs> I can't think of anything yeah. else to say to these people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But even, even joking aside, like five hours, like, dude, give it up. That is a determined mob. Go do something else. Flip side, <laughs> being on the other side of those bars. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, this like, is an unstoppable force. Think they, they're like, they're going to give up. Them out. They're going to give, give up, right? I mean, come on. That guy, like, he can't have that many more epithets. <laughs> <laughs> During which time, several inmates made use of the this little temporal window okay. to raid the records office to look for files that would identify who the actual informers were. Oh, okay. So they're, they're making gonna, use of their time. Not just going to kill everyone. That's no, yeah. it's targeted. Okay. Before sunrise Friday, mm-hmm. rioters with walkie-talkies began detailing their plans to harm those in cell block four to yeah. prison officials over the radio. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
I don't know why. Why? <laughs> no action was taken, with one official being heard to remark, it's their ass. You, you provided their ass. set this in motion? Yeah. This is your, <laughs> what was the name of the operation? Right. The snitch game? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Not uh, a very fun game anymore. Operation <laughs> guaranteed to die if you're part of this operation. Yeah, exactly. Locked in their cells, the segregated prisoners called to the state police who had by now gathered outside just beyond the fence, mm-hmm. pleading to be saved. Waiting officers did nothing despite there being a back door to cell block four, what? which would have offered a way to free them. Yeah. Do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. These are your informants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but these are like, I think these are the cops. Right. Sure. So they're not but really involved. Fair enough. Well, I'm not justifying it. No, I'm no, just no, saying no. like, I got you. I got like, you. Hey, I got you. hey, yeah. hands in the air. We're, what am I going to do? Yeah, I'm right. waiting for an order. Uh-huh. Could have easily saved, yeah. <laughs> saved some pork. Well, there's still time. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Let's let's uh, keep going. I'm, I'm going to hold out hope. <laughs> As the door was intended only for emergency use, mm-hmm. the keys were not readily available. Okay. Okay. So sure. maybe they wanted to save them. The keys were not around. Got a locksmith. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> State police agreed with the prison negotiators not to enter the prison as long as the officers being held hostage were kept alive. Oh, okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. As dawn broke... An execution squad finally cut through the grill and entered the rows of cells. Oh boy. The security panel controlling the cell doors just inside the grill was burned off. Okay. Meaning each cell door would have to be opened with a blowtorch. Oh my God. <laughs> One at a time. Oh my God. <sighs> no. no. We were done with this. Ugh. When opened, finally, uh, victims were pulled away from their cells to be tortured, mm. dismembered, hanged, or burned alive. Jesus. By 10 a.m., 12 of the 96 prisoners in cell block four had been identified as snitches uh-huh. were brutally murdered. Oh, my God. Men were killed with piping, work tools, and crude homemade knives called shanks mm-hmm. or shivs. Yeah. A fire had been set in the gymnasium to burn a pile of corpses, but it had gotten out of control and burned through the roof. Never set a fire. You can't control it. That's right. We've heard this over and over. I think that's one rule. Yeah. That should oh, be a yeah. rule. Never don't set, set a fire. Don't set a fire. I like it'll it. It'll go out of control. Okay. I think that, that'll be one of them. If you can, don't set a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's like a campfire. Yeah. Besides that, the fire in the psychology ward, there was also fire set in the Protestant chapel. Okay. The Protestant chaplain had been nicknamed Axe Handle <laughs> for his participation oh. in the Night of the... Axe handles. I instantly felt bad for laughing because I remember the night of the right. axe handles. Right. Yeah. It's At a kind of a I, cool nickname yeah. until Axe hand. Oh, old axe hand. Father axe dick. handle. Oh, because you're, you're an asshole. Okay. Uh, also, yeah. the image of we we hate snitches and sex offenders <laughs> and Protestants. Yeah. <laughs> Very so specific. specific. Yeah. No, okay. Fair uh, but they do because the uh, Catholic chapel next door was left untouched. Oh. Probably had something to do with accent. I'm going to say it's accent's <laughs> fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He brought that on himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, another fire had been set in the records office, burning all records that could have been used as evidence related to the prisoner's civil rights claims in the Duran consent decree. One step Work forward and for yeah. steps back. <laughs> <laughs> 99 pages. Oh, handwritten. So many pages. Sorry, Dwight. Yeah. Okay. So the negotiations. When the riot broke you out. Got, you guys haven't killed anyone, have you? <laughs> just killed. (laughs) (laughs) Define killed. When the riot broke out, prisoners had taken the officers' two-way radios as well as their keys. Mm -hmm. At 1.57 a.m., the control room heard the first recorded radio transmission by an inmate with a radio. Mm -hmm. Quote, We got the shift commander hostage. There'd better be a meeting with the governor, 
the news media, and Rodriguez, who is the former warden and then current New Mexico Corrections Secretary. Okay. About 30 minutes after the riot began, Warden Jerry Griffin joined Deputy Warden Robert Montoya Mm -hmm. and Superintendent of Correctional Security Emmanuel Coronios at the gatehouse beneath Tower One. Griffin, Montoya, and Coronios decided to attempt to negotiate the release of the hostages. Montoya contacted inmates at about 2.30 a.m. to initiate negotiations, first using a two-way radio in his car, then a handset from the gatehouse. Montoya's earliest contact was with an inmate who had been involved with the initial takeover in Dorm E2 and apparently had control of the shift captain throughout the riot. The inmate identified himself as Chopper 1. Mm -hmm. As Montoya established contact with one inmate, other inmates transmitted conflicting conflicting (laughs) messages. Watch that again. <laughs> All my emphasis are on the wrong syllables. <laughs> as Montoya. <laughs> Never going to happen. It's Montoya. He's as Montoya. As <laughs> He's fucking me up. As Montoya established contact with one inmate, other inmates transmitted conflicting messages, mm-hmm. contradicted other inmate spokesmen. Mm-hmm. Or argued amongst themselves over the airwaves. Okay. So it's... Going real well. Chaos. Mm -hmm. Negotiations were continued until Rodriguez could be found. He eventually showed up at the prison at around 5 a.m. and immediately took command. Mm -hmm. Saturday morning between 6 and 7 o'clock, the radio negotiators relented a little. Inmates asked for a doctor to treat injured guards. Montoya refused and instead asked for the release of wounded hostages. Okay. He also denied demands for any contact with the media and for his own resignation. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Self-preservation. Okay. Yeah. 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 Why not? At 8.30 a.m., a field phone was installed to relieve the constant confusion of multiple walkie-talkies being used right. by unknown yammer mouths. Yep. One of the four... Inmates identified spokesperson was Lonnie Duran. Okay. No relation to Dwight Duran. Oh, okay. But had worked on the Duran consent decree with Dwight. Oh, nice. So it was a Duran affair. He knew what they were doing by burning all the files. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. When Lonnie was accepted by Rodriguez as one of the four inmate spokesmen, 11 demands from the Duran consent decree were recounted to the prison officials. These concerning basic prison conditions, including overcrowding, a use of solitary confinement, protesting the loss of educational services, and elimination of programs. I mean, reasonable. Pretty reasonable. I'm kind of on their side, except for the whole torturing to death. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Other than that, they got a point. I'm thinking that's sort of, well, I don't know, Mm -hmm. probably... A small minority of prisoners were carrying out these yeah. unspeakable acts, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why I'm assuming that. No, I just I'm too trusting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> most prisoners. of those prisoners are good guys. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> the prisoners then demanded to speak with independent federal officials and members of the news media. Mm-hmm. Some of the officers held hostage were protected and fed by inmates. Two officers disguised as inmates were escorted out of the prison by sympathetic inmates. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's nice. So there were there were some good guys. Sure, yeah, okay. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> there's going to be. Two officers who had been brutally beaten and raped mm. were carried out on blanket stretchers because the prisoners did not want an officer to die while in their custody. Okay. Seven officers suffered severe injuries. Didn't want them to die, just wanted them to mostly die. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll take them ninety percent of the way and get them out of here. Get them out of yep. here. Yeah. Negotiations broke off Saturday evening and resumed in the early hours of Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. The government negotiators' strategy was to win control of the prison by stalling. Wow. They'll just wear each other. They'll wear themselves out. Yeah. For <laughs> by mid-afternoon Sunday, thirty-six hours after the riot had begun, heavily armed state police officers, accompanied by officers from the Santa Fe PD, entered the prison. Uh-huh. Official sources state that at least thirty-three inmates died. Some overdosed on drugs, while others were brutally murdered. Okay. This is before the police have entered or anything? Or yeah, this, this okay. is the results this of the riot. Just the no, riot. this isn't them okay. kicking everyone's ass. <laughs> I was uh, going to say, like, they've, they've kind of been... Do, do we just let them be their own society? They're kind of running it themselves for three days It's kind of a Lord of the now. Flies situation <laughs> yeah. here. Twelve of the victims had been housed in the protective custody unit. More than 200 inmates were treated for injuries. Okay. An investigation by a citizen's panel concluded that the riot was initiated by a small number of inmates. Ray Powell of Albuquerque chaired a panel named by Governor Bruce King and Jeff Bingaman, okay. the New Mexico Attorney General, to assist in the investigation. Uh-huh. He concluded that the majority of the inmates were trying to flee from the riot. Powell said the report was based on hundreds of interviews with those involved in the riot and added, quote, there is one point that comes through time and again, and that is that the riot was started and conducted by a small number of inmates. Uh, a few of these were prosecuted, but most went unpunished. Right. So Based on interviews of inmates saying, I didn't do it. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't me. Cool. And by the way, what are you in for? Nothing. I'm innocent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. While we're on this topic, can I get out of here? (laughs) After the surrender, it took days before order was maintained enough to ensure that inmates could reoccupy the prison. So how did it actually come to an end? Just kind of burn itself out? I guess it did. Yeah. It was kind of unclear. Like what the, there was no real stopping point. It just basically what you said it burned itself out and they ascertained it was you know once they were letting getting these officials out either by you know secret means like yeah people sneaking them out or coming on stretchers that are okay there's enough of our guys yeah there's no more leverage so in we go with our riot gear fair enough and before and after the riot governor king's administration resisted Mm -hmm. attempts to reform the prison Mm -hmm. one federal lawsuit that had been filed was handwritten by inmate dwight duran hey he's good at it is he a lawyer yet (laughs) he better (laughs) me unofficial yeah even though this case was supported by the u.s district court actual reforms were held up by negotiations for almost two decades Uh you know a little bit about this i'm sure a little but it's just it's not surprising no She's like, yeah, well, we'll totally get on those changes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we'll just mm-hmm. we'll just haggle over the details right. forever so we don't have to actually do them. <laughs> it's on the docket. Yeah. Guaranteed. Uh-huh. Actions were not settled until the administration of Governor Tony Anaya. <laughs> don't try that again like not a robot. Tony Anaya. It's like someone inserted. <laughs> yeah, Hello, exactly. Lee Newton. You have an appointment for it. Seven. And <laughs> Actions were not settled until the administration of governor and former DA, Tony Anaya, seven years later. Yeah, okay. Much of the evidence was lost or destroyed during and after the riot. Mm -hmm. However, systemic reforms after the riot were undertaken following the Duran versus King consent decree, which included implementation of the Bureau Classification System under Cabinet Secretary Joe Williams. Okay. The prison reform work from the Dern case developed the modern correctional system in New Mexico. Hey, so something good did come Something out of it. good came out of yeah. it. Yeah. Although, to be fair, that human rights complaint was written before the riot. Then that riot kind of derailed the, it for a bit. Yeah, the and riot then, kind of gave it some weight. Yeah, I guess. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. But it took a 
frigging riot. Yeah. <laughs> where people were tortured and killed to Ugh. get that across. Yeah. Silver lining, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always a little bit of one. Yeah. It usually takes a horrible situation to get things done. Yeah. Anyway, that's the riot. Wow. The New Mexico penitentiary. That was, a, that's a disaster. That is a disaster. Jeez. So. Music. Music. Yeah. And this is how I came to this topic. Yeah. Anyone familiar with the band Exodus? Mm-hmm. Bay Area thrash band, mm-hmm. big in the '80s, kind of um, seminal in the you know developing the thrash metal sound. Yep. They had a song on their third album, "Fabulous Disaster," called "The Last Act of Defiance." Okay, and it is specifically about this event. Oh, cool! To the like, the first lyric of the song is like February second, nineteen eighty. So, yeah, I known I've been enjoying this song since high school. Yeah. I always knew, okay, they're clearly thinking about something. Yeah. Didn't have Wikipedia back then. So yeah. I was like, screw it. <laughs> but I was listening to it for the first time in a long time the other day. I was like, what are they talking about? So I sort of made a note. It was like, it's clearly a prison riot. I yeah. mean, that much is evident. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, I did a little research and hey. boom, there it was. And That's then awesome. I was like, hey, I do a podcast about stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I actually was wondering how this how you came up with this specific topic. It's pretty random because yeah. I'd never, outside of this song, I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. It's kind of not a huge event in history. I yeah. mean, it is in certain, you know, subsets of whatever, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I mean, in and of itself, the song's great. It's fast, fast, riffy metal. Yeah. You know, it's very appropriate for what you could pick, you know, the riot in full swing. Right. It would be a good soundtrack full-on soundtrack yeah so exodus the last act of defiance sweet from 1989's fabulous disaster noise that's what it's called fabulous disaster that's the name of the album match made in heaven fabulous disaster yeah look at that (laughs) so thanks for tuning in if you want to help us out the best thing you can do is start a riot and yell this is a disaster (laughs) please do you've got all the tools you need yeah just you don't start a riot don't do maybe we should stop instigating the things we're talking about yeah you know what it's all bad. Don't start a riot. Don't do that. Unless. Use your words. It's a mob of people hugging each other. A hug riot. A hug riot. Or a pillow fight. Pillow fight. Those are good. While pillow fighting, recommend to the people <laughs> that you're smashing with a pillow yeah. to listen to This Is A Disaster, this podcast. That'd be fantastic. We'd love it. Next best thing is to subscribe or leave a review wherever you listen. That is also super helpful. You can uh, keep sending up those messages and we'll keep reading them out because we love hearing from you guys. So so do that too. Yeah, you get can, in touch. Yeah, you can do that either on our social medias at This Disaster Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or through our website, www.thisdisasterpod.com. We got a contact form up there. Or you can go on our, you know what, and or you can go on our <laughs> patreon.com slash this disaster pod. One donation tier for now, but we got a goal that if we hit, we've got some bonus content in mind that we'll start releasing and that would be fantastic and I'm just going to keep going higher and higher and I don't know where it's going to stop I just can't stop now <laughs> so thanks for tuning in and join us for our next major disaster I just want to say there's no oh. ors in there those are all ands and, and go on to our oh table. yes and go on to- <laughs> fair enough my mistake no ors just no ands no ors just ands forget about the ors Do the throw ands. the ors out of the boat Do- <laughs> <laughs> let's quit while we're ahead okay. behind ahead bye bye, bye.